What brings you to the J-spot? You? Me? But how'd you find me? I always find what I'm looking for. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how to respond. I ain't asking nothing yet. Oh. <laughs> Would you like to have dinner with me? Now you can respond. Oh, uh, Mr. Daly. Kenneth. Kenneth. I'm flattered. Really, I am. I mean, you're attractive and you're successful. My ego's not fragile. Please, speak your mind. No, I can't have dinner with you. Sorry. Is it because you think I'm too old? No, no. I think I'm too young. Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. That's right, guys. Welcome back to another installment where we cover an episode of Girlfriends from the beginning all the way till the end. Slowly approaching, guys. Slowly approaching our series finale. Uh, Today's episode that we are talking about is called Everything Old is New Again. Original air date 10-24-2005. Writer Tim Edwards. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm at zero. So uh, last week, I don't know if you guys saw the Twitter. I tried to put it in the show notes. I tried out a new mic. I can't tell you the brand because I don't want to talk shit about brands. It's a very popular brand of mic. I thought, okay, upgrading to a love mic. Child, I had to take that shit back. So if you guys thought something sounded a little funny last week, oh, rest assured, I'm back to my old mic i thought i'll try something different i took it back to the store they took it back got my money back but mm. um, i apologize for last week if you listeners noticed hey you know that we did our karaoke last week i put that in oh i was six years old yeah somebody said it's can sing i saw on twitter somebody said that i was like okay <laughs> she sure can <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was a fun one so I have a list of, of topics to talk about. Oh, happy Pride Month, guys. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to yeah, the LGBTQ community plus. Period. There's a, there's a bunch of letters. <laughs> right? I think I you want to skip them. some letters. No. LGBTQIA. What's IA? Plus. I got the plus. Let me Google it. Girl. Okay, so here it is. The I is intersex. The A is asexual. So gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, asexual. So just... Plus. I know, it's hard. It's plus. I think that's everybody. Okay. Yeah. Well, shout out to y'all. Happy Pride Month to everyone. And I have some other topics here. So we got... You haven't seen Little Mermaid yet? Yes, I'm going to see it next week. So, book by the time we record, I'll do that. Um, um, so, uh, speaking of old people in episodes, <laughs> dating younger women, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah. Which, which one of you bitches? Are trying to secure the bag? <laughs> which one? That's, that's what's happening. So, <laughs> so, they're about to be fathers at, was it 80-somethings? It's like 80-something years old, child. So, 
listen, this child is going to be, what, 20 years old? You think you're still going to be kicking at 100 and whatever? 20? They're going to be 10. (laughs) Wow. Like, let's talk about the average lifespan is like what? That's true. 80 is when it starts going like, okay, you, you, you're on borrowed time. Yeah. Girl, they, they, they'd be lucky if they, if they see first grade. Wow. That's like, that's a harsh reality. That's scary as fuck. Like, okay. do you think it's reckless for these dudes to be having kids this late? Or are you just like, you know what? A baby's a baby's a baby. Absolutely. That ain't none of my business, but absolutely. <laughs> I'm not trying to diminish or like talk about people who want to have babies late. Men. Because men are the ones be having babies in their 80s. I mean, um, it's fine to have, like, kids or whatever. And, like, I feel like once you at a at that age where you can't even see that kid go to college, I think it's time. Yeah. It's, it's that time. is a sad reality. Especially as the kid. Because you, you, like, you have those moments and those milestones in your life. I mean, the dad can't even play catch with you in the yard. Catch. Or run after you. Girl, I'm not, I'm not even thinking about that because that's stuff that can be somewhat substituted, right? I'm thinking about like them actually even being present for any type of milestone past junior high. Little girl wants, you know, her dad to walk her down the aisle when she gets married or uh, graduation. She want to see him at graduation or he want to see him at graduation. Lord of mercy. That's why I was watching this episode. Like, Joan, what what are you doing? What's your end game with this, Joan? What's his end game? I was thinking, well, you trying to um, just secure the bag for a little bit since the restaurant ain't doing good. That's what I was just thinking. Mm. I don't think you can possibly want to make this a serious thing. This has to be for financial incentive. Because I'm like... How much longer is he going to last to where you're trying to build a relationship and get married and have like the wedding? Like you, how, how long you think he got? That nigga look older than her, than her parents. Oh, most likely he is. Yeah. I mean, if she's in her thirties, mm-hmm. he's and in his seventies, seventies. That's closer to grandpa status. That's old, yeah. way older than your parents. Yeah. Cause my parents are 20 years older than me. They had me young, young. Yeah, depend- so, I was about to say, depending on if they were young parents, it could be grandpa, probably even great-grandpa, depending on if they was teenage kids, teenage parents. You feel me? Yeah, definitely. So, whatever. Anyway, we're going to start this episode because we got lots to talk about. So, mm-hmm. it's my turn to do the cold open. So, we start out with Joan. She's actually what looks like she's in the law firm elevator, right? Mm-hmm. Recognize this? Mm-hmm. and she's about to go on an interview at the law firm we missed a little about a little bit about how she got to this decision because we i didn't know she was even thinking this way i thought she was just gonna try to ride out the whole restaurant thing we never saw her just do a come to jesus moment and say i think i want to go back to law but here we are in the elevator mm-hmm. it's about to go up and she's talking to this guy this older guy. Do you recognize this guy or know this guy at all? Nah. Do you? Yeah, he's an actor. Famous actor Melvin Van Peebles, father of famous director Mario Van Peebles, who's Ooh. done a lot of the black movies that, you know, the early 90s, New Jack City. Oh. Um, okay. Ali, 
with the one with Will Smith. The only okay. one that exists, I guess. That's what his son directed. So this is Melvin Van Peebles. Rest in peace. He's since died. This old nigga? <laughs> this old nigga. Oh, shit. I, I don't want to sound insensitive. He recently died. He died like a year ago. Something oh, like that. shit. So, R.I.P. R.I.P. So Joan clumsily, without being prompted, tells him her life story from basically late season four to now. She explains to him that she's a lawyer or she used to be one. Then she went and opened a restaurant and she's like, you know, got to be practical, right? Girls got to eat. And he's not really responding. She's just like, honestly, I really hope I don't get this job. I mean, because truth be told, I don't really like the law. (laughs) (laughs) And then she notices they're going to the same floor and she's like, oh, funny. Wouldn't it be funny if you were the guy I was interviewing with? And we find out that he's actually the boss of the guy she's interviewing with. And he's like, hi, my name is Kenneth Daly. And she's like, oh, no, she's all embarrassed. She hands her, she hands him her, like, what do you call it, shit? Ticket for the valet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. parking. And she goes, do you validate? And I guess presumably she's going to hop off the elevator and try to go back home because she's embarrassed now. Mm. And we open back up at Joan's house. Everybody's there waiting on her. And she's scared. She thinks somebody done died. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, who died? And they're like, no one. Basically, the crew's mad at her for going to this job interview. Apparently, through the Legal Assistance Gossip Network, Maya heard. When I called Tamara to find out if Celeste had had her baby, she told me that when she called Latoya to ask her about her fibroids, Latoya told Tamara that Stacy, Stacy B, not Stacy L, had told her <laughs> that she saw you this afternoon in her office building looking all fly in your interview suit. <laughs> so what you got to say about that? So they're just very upset that she has given up on the restaurant, which do you, what do you think about this? Do you think it's good for her to go back into law or are you uh, like a follow your dreams and your heart and stick with the program kind of thing? I do think that she should stick with what she wants to do, but I don't understand why are they so upset at her for wanting to go back to law? I think they're kind of just like you're giving up on your dream, you're reverting back. You're going back to what you're not progressing forward. Mm-hmm. And we want to see you move into something that you actually want to do. Last time they heard about law, she wasn't liking it. She wasn't feeling it. Her heart wasn't in it. So I would assume as a friend, you're like, well, why are you going back to something you hate instead mm-hmm. of moving forward with something that you, we thought you loved, which was a restaurant. Mm. Okay. I could see that. Um, yeah. I'd say let's, let's see what's going on with the restaurant for a little bit. It doesn't seem like she's been even been, grounded in it for that long so i think it's a little too early to be talking about going back to law yeah and also they were saying that you know it takes a minute for a job for a restaurant to kind of like pick up its Mm -hmm. steam a little bit and it feels like she's kind of giving up just a smidge too early on it yeah it's too early it's too early joe you've been at that law firm for years you only been at this restaurant for a little bit give it some time um it's something totally new you know there's gonna be trial and error so i think that she should wait it out a little bit and work at it a little bit more trials and tribulations but through the lord you can get through it amen so william just wants her to stick with the restaurant because he wants his um he wants to recoup his money and then um she keeps telling him though it's a backup plan it's not for sure morgan's there she brought the baby. Tony brought the baby. 
She starts crying out of nowhere. And Tony's like, see, babies can sense danger. She said that this decision's dangerous or whatever, or whatever. Joan's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And Maya said, you know, the baby's right. You need to think about your future. And they think it's a good idea for her to, like, do this backup plan. Uh, Lynn says, stick to the restaurant. It's your passion. She says, I follow my passions. Only one has ever made me any real money. You know, that is until Vice shut us down. You know what that means? You know what that Mm-mm. means? Sex work. Oh, Vice. So that's the cops. Those are the, the cops that um, cracked down on sex work. Oh, shit. So we know that Lynn used to be a sex worker. Why she stops? That would be good bread. Hmm. Well, what type of sex worker? Was she a prostitute or was she cam girl? And what, what, what type? Oh, God. I, she probably wasn't cam girl. It's a little early for that. What kind of quality camera? You got to have internet. You got to have a camera. And she got it. She around, she around girls who got money. She got the resources. That is true. So next we're at Skia. Maya's there uh, by herself at first. And then William walks up. And Maya wants to talk to William about something. Yeah, so she got a big fat advance from the publishers for her new book. And she and she wants to have a conversation about where she wants to take this new book. She feels like the old book she was talking down on the sisters. And this time she wants to uplift the sisters. Yeah. Yeah, she goes into her reading her concept to him. I love the joke, though, where... Maya says that the publishers are kind of like bothering her, wondering where the next book is. And he goes, damn those people for wanting something for their money. I like that. Um, So she comes up with this proposal that she reads to William. And I don't understand any of it. The success of my first book, oh, hell yes. With its attendant lectures and signings plunged me into the plentitude of the masses. And once immersed therein, I discovered various and sundry layers worthy of exploration within the primarily feminine component of said mass. She uses the words textualities and <laughs> mass and diaspora. That's a word. And mm. William doesn't understand either. He's like, I recognize those words as English. I just don't understand their relationship to each other. And so she's about to explain it again. He's like, listen, you could put it up to music and put it on Broadway. I still don't think it's going to help. So she has to work on this uh, concept for her next book. That's, whew, you don't want that sophomore slump. Mm. Don't want Mm-mm. that. That's a very real curse. Mm-hmm. So next we're at the restaurant. Joan is serving a couple of people there, which is pretty dope. They got somebody. Uh, and we see the old guy from the elevator. He just pops up. How did he get in? How did she not notice him? There must be multiple ways in the restaurant if she didn't see him come through the door. Right. Or she wasn't paying attention. Hmm. So he comes up out of the blue and says, the restaurant is your passion. This is where you should be. I guess as opposed to like the law firm where she was earlier in the in the episode. Mm -hmm. And he goes, see, I do validate. And uh, he said, uh, Jones says, what brings you to the J spot? He says, you what'd you think of this guy did you realize where he was going with this because i know you're probably less versed on the episodes as because i know this episode yeah as soon as i had seen him again i was like oh god this old nigga (laughs) trying to fuck some young pussy oh jesus here we go and joan might be just just desperate enough to do it she might be yeah of all the four girls i think she would be the i don't know lynn oh 
Lynn, Lynn, her and Lynn might be the, the ones to get caught up. Yeah. I was like, uh, at least at least for Lynn, she might have a a financial incentive. Right. Okay. Because yeah. earlier True. he said something, I think he's gonna say it in this scene where he's like he's looking for somebody to just go do things with and have nice conversation. So you looking for a sugar baby? I put that exact thing in my notes. Girl, you were in my head walking around. Period. That's the next, actually, it's the next time he's at the restaurant where he had the party. But I was like, oh, you're looking for a sugar baby. Okay, cool. Okay. Like, that's an so, arrangement. I mean, we don't, gotta, we don't gotta do nothing else. I just sit at dinner and talk to you. What's, what's the prices looking like? Because you're the boss of the boss. So, how much you See, trying you to ask pay? the right questions. That's, I ain't think of that. That's a good question. Like, give me the numbers. Okay. Mm hmm. She's like, how'd you find me? He says, I always find what I'm looking for. I was like, you dirty old man talking mm. in riddles and shit. It ain't like, going to be that hard. hard. He just had to ask around, chap. I guess, man. I don't know. Because you know, social media ain't like it is nowadays. Yeah. But considering that he saw her, wasn't weren't they at her old law firm? No. I think so. Yeah. But so people know. Just ask around. Yeah, especially when you got niggas like Maya. Um, but yeah, well, Maya knows because she knew the people that. Well, I guess so. That makes sense. If you know somebody that used to know her, you yeah, can just ask know the somebody question. that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. They they'll ask around. They they know word gets around. Yeah. So then he asked her on a dinner date, and she's like, "Oh, Mr. Daly." He's like, "Nope, call me Kenneth." She says, "I'm flattered. I really am. You're attractive. You're successful, but I can't have dinner with you." He's like. Because I'm too old? She said, no, because I'm too young. Now, how? what would you, be your answer? Would you say that? No, you'd just be like, can I be your sugar baby? And how much? <laughs> nah. How would you turn him down? What, if he asks and I ain't want to yeah. go on a date? I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm kind of seeing somebody right now. Oh, that's right. That's always a fallback. Yeah, that's you can say that. It. See, you're, <laughs> you got to write that book. We keep talking about that. We're almost that, done with this full series, right? <laughs> and... I don't know if she started on the book. I don't know. I keep saying it. Y'all want to message her at Etsy Row on Twitter. Encourage her to write the book. Her version of Oh Hell Yes. So um, then we're back with Maya after this scene. Uh, she's at the publishers giving her a pitch for the new book. And she's reading it the same way she read it to William. It's confusing. It's wordy. It's like a thesaurus threw up all over the concept proposal. Right. It's a lot. So they're looking at her like they don't understand what she's talking mm -hmm. about. So we move on to the J spot. Back at the J spot. I love Joan's hair being straight, kind of straight. Yeah, it's like bouncy. It's bouncy. You can see some of the naps. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's not bone straight. It's like, right. it's giving you value. Some... We love it. It's like strong black fist. It's really given. It's mm -hmm. given that. You know? Mm-hmm. William comes back, comes in to talk to her, and she keeps talking about the whole job interview thing. She apologizes for it. He's like, no, that's not what I want to talk to you about. If you want to give up the restaurant thing and go back to law... I support you. I'd even help you out. If I panic again, do you really think the law firm would take me back? <laughs> Not a chance in hell. Well, they, I was like, damn. The fuck? Maybe there's tons of law firms she could go to. There is, but it's like... <sighs> I know it's something where they can't say why you're not working there anymore, but because she was working there for so long, you know, all these law firms be talking to each other and shit. So oh, she, she might be blacklisted. Yeah, I'm not 
really blacklisted per se, but it's like, oh, well, why did you leave that one? You've been there for a while. You were making good money or whatever. But I mean, Joan is smart. Yeah. She could talk her way out of it. Damn. <laughs> I'm like, can't William just put in a good work? Like he's a senior partner at a, at a law firm. That's know. that's another thing she could do. She can utilize that and use his recommendation or probably hold a lot of weight considering that he's set the law firm that she used to work at if she wants to work at another one. So that's something that yeah. she should do. He could write her like a um, recommendation letter. Mm-hmm. A good one. All them big words. Mm-hmm. All the big words, the header, the, the letterhead, all that stuff. The official stamp, all that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she gets a phone call asking if they do parties. And if she's available on Friday and she tries to play it all cool, like, I don't know, you know, Friday at short notice. And you see William like giving her faces like, bitch, stop, stop slow rolling them because they're desperate. This mm-hmm. could make or break them. Mm-hmm. But they book a party for the J spot. It's the L.A. Urban League. And when that when I heard that, I'm like, I sound like a bunch of old niggas. But OK, because uh, I forgot the storyline and how it worked. <laughs> What's up? And so they get they book this party. And Williams does this joke. He's like, dang, I should have thought of a charity event. You know, I'm on the steering committee for the Pan Leukopenia Society. William, isn't that a cat disease? Why are you involved with that? Well, you know, I'm for anything that's all about the pussy. Cats? And I'm like, okay, that's how they were able to write the word pussy in a show. You have to be talking about cats Mm -hmm. in particular. You can't just say it. (laughs) Oh. And so that was clever on the writing the writing staff. Tim Edwards, I believe that's who did this episode. So next is a party. We see these, uh, it's a bunch of black people. It's the Urban League, so it should be. Um, but you never know with these things. You never fucking know. <laughs> White people are everywhere. Like rap TV, rap house TV. Mm-hmm. All these, yeah, black, the these black pages and blogger, blogger pages and Twitter pages. Chill. The ones who's running it, you'll be, you'll be really... Other people would be surprised. I wouldn't. Because that's how it be. Of course, you're never surprised. You 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 are skeptical of everything. You miss <laughs> like, conspiracy theories. Like, hmm. the way it's worded and shit. Like, hold up. What? This seemed kind of like... What that, What I do now is when I go on Twitter and I don't know if somebody's pretending to be black or if they're black, I'll be like, what was Usher doing at 7 o'clock on the dot? I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that question because I'm like, I need to know. Where? did by felicia originate you got five seconds Ooh, you got five seconds friday <laughs> you that that's a good one though i should add that to my repertoire yes where did by felicia but some black people don't know that right well some black people don't know but i doubt any white people will know oh i got you i got you, see you. what i'm saying you're you're, like, you're going with the majority on it yes. on the question yes got it got it so Joan and William at the party. It looks great. It's popping. We've never. I don't think we've ever seen the J spot this full. Maybe opening night. That's it. Mm-hmm. And Joan talks about how the party's going to save them. The restaurant is filled with rich and influential people. And I'm like, and it begins like Joan's hot girl season six. We are getting into it. Mm-hmm. It's only going to go up from here. But William spots the old guy, Mister Daly kind of floating in the corner like staring at them like on some horror movie shit like Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so Joan turns to see him and she walks over to him. By the way, her dress is amazing. So pretty. The neck thing. She always, I saw on Twitter, somebody said, if there's one thing Joan's going to do, she's going to show off that back. Yeah. She's going to let it breathe. She's got a nice you know? back very toned i said i know that's right tracy you better <laughs> and then it goes into the booty that's sitting it's, it's very low it comes down very low yeah mm-hmm. this this dress is great so we find out that kenneth booked the party i'm like damn nigga you smooth he said i'm on the board of the urban league and of course he still talks in riddles because that's what old people do so this party isn't just here by chance i don't leave anything to chance i'm just like oh shit like the way he's like he says something like oh um how can i sneak into my own party or something like that it's like come Mm -hmm. on stop that (laughs) so what would you feel like because i already pretty much know your answer based off of your last answer but if this guy did this for you saved your restaurant he, he already asked you on a date you already said no and He's about to ask you on a date again because look what he's done for you. Look what he's done. What do you say? What do you do? He said, I feel like based on what he said at the party, he's, he is setting it up for what the arrangement would be. I'm not looking for anything serious. Just somebody who can hold their own in a conversation at a museum or after jazz concert or over dinner at my beach house. But are you trusting that he's truthful about that arrangement? Because he could be like, I'm just looking for a sugar baby. And then all of a sudden he's like, actually, you know what? I mean, at the end of the episode, he's smacking asses. He's fucking kissing her. Mm. I don't know about that. We're going to have to have some boundaries, motherfucker. I don't want niggas thinking um i'm actually with wow, you i didn't like, think about that like y'all are out in public on a date well you could be like yo that's my grandfather that's that's another thing because y'all both black you could be like that's my daddy that's my grandpa you could say whatever you know um the lineage can go wherever you wanted it to go but that's the whole smack in the ass and the uh, ew like nigga what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I hope. Listen, let me check our analytics on, like, what ages we got. I just need to check real quick. What? Because we got. I almost threw up watching that shit. Like, that's nasty, ho. (laughs) Okay, we're cool. We got 2% 60 plus. Oh, well. Thank thank, Shout out to all five of (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Thank you, guys. We're not at all making fun of. uh, We're not doing ageism. That's a big thing. We're not doing ageism. I understand everybody needs love. You could find it with your own age group, though, no? You can, but... That's a really big age gap. Like, that's an age gap that's not even a part of that term. Like, I feel like when people think age gap, they think, like, 10 years. They think, like, 10, 15. That shit is a whole nother generation, or what do I want to call it? That's not that's past age gap. Age gap yeah, is like Joan a, is thirties, the person is like forty five, about to hit fifty or something. That's an age gap. Thirties and seventy something, bitch. Bruh, it's like it's so bi- big of an age gap that it's turning into a fetish. Like it's turning into fetishizing. Fetishism. It's, it's giving is somebody here getting paid or like <laughs> are you are you into diaper play or like what is this? Because <laughs> like 
Tony said oh, they God. both gonna be changing some diapers, and she was absolutely right. She's not wrong. She is not wrong at all. Cause absolutely right. I was just seeing something on um, this whole age thing is a lot. It's in the news a lot. How convenient that in the news right now we have the Al Pacino, the Robert De Niro thing, and, and then we're covering this episode <laughs> at this time. That's the ancestors. But, Listen, it's the ancestors or it's just coincidence. But there's also like you heard um, Sarah Paulson. You know, Sarah yo, Paulson. I didn't even know she was. Yo, so this this conversation came out randomly. I don't even know if it's going to stay in. So I was okay. talking to my, my one of my homegirls. I'm like, yo, I need to watch that again. That, that that old nurse show that she was on on Netflix. That I really like. Yes. Ratchet. I'm sorry. Nurse Ratchet. Yes. Yes. I was like, yo, she ate that shit up. And then she was like, girl, do you know that like she's like with an old woman? And I'm like, what do you mean? And then she's like, she's with an old woman. And I was like, the old didn't even register. I said, she's gay. (laughs) And then she was like, yeah. And her bitch is old as hell. And then I was like, nah, you wallin'. So she goes, oh, she's with that woman from Princess Diaries. And I'm like... Oh, shit. You thought it was fucking, uh, what is it, Glenn Close or what? Meryl Streep? Who was in that movie? I get them mixed up. One of them, one of them old hoes. One of them. So I was like, nah. So I looked her up. I said, first of all, bitch, that is not the woman from Princess Diaries. She tried it. Um, number two, that's actually the old bitch from, um, Legally Blonde. That's who that is. Talk or whatever, whatever. Oh, well, all my Legally Blonde fans out there, you know what scene I'm talking about. It's the old woman that gave Elle that pep talk about her being strong enough to do whatever she wants to do and become a lawyer and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, these niggas is really together. I said, oh my God. And they're married? And what I found out around, I think... She was in Bird Box with uh, Sandra Bullock. I think that's around when I found out a few years ago that she was even gay. And so I was like, okay, she's in her 40s. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a 35-year age gap. Love is love. Is it, even, is it 35 or is it more? Because Sarah Paulson is in her 40s. 35 make it 70-something. Let me give it and a go. And that was old as hell and, and um, legally blonde. And that Let was 20 years ago. Dog. So she was old as hell 20 years ago. You got to add another 20 years to what it is. Let's see. She's 80. So Sarah Paulson's 48. Okay. Damn. It's like that, that Kevin Hart scene where it was like, <laughs> like how old are you? Damn. <laughs> well, okay. But yeah, Sarah Paulson and uh, Holland Taylor. Another example. Another example. Another example in Hollywood. Age gap. So, you know, it happens. It happens, you know. And honestly, I would feel a little bit manipulated if he did something like this because you know how men are. They'll do stuff like this for you, and they want something in return. Especially Even if you don't know niggas. yet, they might want you to run some drugs for them. Who knows? Men just be doing <laughs> shit for you, and then they, they expect something in return. So I just got kind of, like, skeptical of this guy. They huh? definitely keeping tabs. Yeah. He's, like, probably looking for someone to take care of him in his later years. Change his diaper, give him his food. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when... There's a reason why a lot of them, they'll get people when they're like at a certain age and now they're ready to settle down. They're looking for a caregiver. 
Because the money that they would have to spend on someone who's going to do all of those things, who's going to be a chef, who's going to be a maid, fucking sex worker, they can't afford that shit. So they're going to get all inclusive. Oh, holy fuck. All inclusive. Like a resort. Oh, God. That term just like gave me the ick. All inclusive. All inclusive. Hey, y'all stay woke out there. Essie's trying to tell y'all. Like y'all might be trying to secure the bag. I'm telling you. But he's trying to secure you. Yeah. I mean, if if, if it's up to you if you want to, um, you know, start fucking with old niggas and shit, if the bag is worth it. But then it's like, you can be doing all that. And then when the nigga die, you don't know what he put in his will. Mm-hmm. You know? He might like, leave it all to his kids. He might leave it to his dog. He might leave it all to the kids. I heard that happen before. Right? To the dog. Crime shows where they, like, they'll kill off the guy because he ain't dying quick enough. And then they realize once the will is read that they wasn't even left with nothing. It was left to like their cat or something. That's what happened with um Carl Lagerfield. What's his name? Lager. Carl Lagerfield. Lagerfield. Oh boy, that um that was the head of Chanel for a little bit. He left that shit to his cat, like a hundred million dollars. What the cat finna do with that? I can't tell great. you if I love an animal that much. If I could ever love an animal that much, that's some white people shit though. It's probably it's 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 the cat the cat givers though the people who take care of the cat they're the ones who's really benefiting from this mm. shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like child support, it's like yeah, I'll put yeah, away I for a little bit for the kids, but the rest of it is for me. So I can, I can, I mean, I can go out with the girls, the get my hair day, done, right? Because the cat is gonna need somebody to do all of these things for them. They don't speak English. They don't speak anything, Etsy. What are you talking about? <laughs> they speak meow, bitch. So whoever's their direct caregiver, they're the ones that's really going to be. They speak that's the finesse. meow. Oh, God. They speak meow. <laughs> I can't deal with you. Um, but Joan Sakes is all in stride. She thanks him for everything. I mean, he pretty much saved her restaurant, one would say. She owes him. She's like, I wish there was some way I could thank you. And when she said that, I was like, girl, you finna fuck him? <laughs> you finna... Huh. I was like, girl, you finna do what? God. And Oof. then... Hey, all I gotta say is, listeners, y'all know. Anyway. Um, I mean, you could thank him, but at the end of the day, I don't really think that she owes him anything. You wanted a restaurant, you decided to pay for it, and we provided the place and the food. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta... You, you gotta give... <laughs> <laughs> so he's like i know you could thank me you could go out with me i'm like no joan don't do it and i know people are like he's just an old man he's harmless but i don't know if that's Mm-mm. necessarily true uh, i don't know you Mm-mm. never know that's also another issue like just because somebody is old that don't mean that they're innocent or that they're safe right yeah just because somebody is disabled or whatever that don't mean that they're nice or good or innocent or your old ass can get the smoke too like so (laughs) (sighs) so uh, keep keep yeah keep keep your eye on them you never know these days i mean they got technology is really advanced you never know what these dudes are plotting how they taking your identity i'm saying like that type of crime i'm saying but Jones points out the obvious. She's like, did you do all this uh, just to ask me out again? And he neither denies. Well, he yeah. denies it, and then he confirms it. Joan, you're beautiful, intelligent, ambitious, funny. The type of woman I enjoy spending time with. 
which is legit. Like, yeah. But I'm like, bro, why are you creepy, though? Ugh. He says, not looking for anything serious. Just someone who can hold a conversation, go to a museum, or have dinner at my beach house. I was like, oh, sugar baby thing. Oh, I know. I know that. A sugar baby. Yeah. I've heard of that. That's what that is. You're looking for... Or an escort. Uh, uh, a play a play girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That you just kind of hang out with. Um, I wonder if people were watching this <laughs> shit going like, is Joan going to end up with this guy? Is this going to be where it ends? Because we're six seasons in. She hasn't dated anybody since William. Stop making that face. Stop that. <laughs> so, like... Is it? Is this where it's going to stop for her? Is Joan going to... But then it's like, if she gets with this guy, how much longer does he have? Like, are you really going to build a life around this dude? You can't do that. And I don't want to sound like I'm being mean about it, but it's the truth. It's honest. Yeah, the age gap is way too big. Um, And on top of that, men already die earlier than women anyway. Yeah. For various reasons. So, good luck. Well, next we see them arm in arm, coming back from their date. Walking up to the door. Hair's looking great. Joan just, whew, loving the curls. But I do like the nappiness. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She thanks him and says, um, she says, I'm glad I didn't let age keep me from what quite possibly was the best date of my life. I'm like, ain't no damn way that was the best date of your life. He can't even do nothing. You got to like walk Not him down hills, close. escort him across the street. He has no autonomy. <sighs> yeah he doesn't have as much as the other dudes you know what i mean you gotta sit in handicap rows mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't do a- i mean you know it might it might be cool sometimes to be able to get the handicap parking spot but like eh. yeah i don't oh, know yeah. if that's worth it he says it's the same he feels the same way and he's been dating since world war ii <laughs> and they laugh i'm pretty sure it's true though so they're about mm-hmm. so they're about to kiss and then something weird happens. Do you remember? Oh, his um his teeth come out and then it's a bad dream. <laughs> Yo, he's like That was funny. I didn't expect this. I it's been so long since I've seen this episode. And he puts the teeth like right up to her face and says, Do you have a glass for these? I'm like, yo, mm. get those shits out my face. Like that's gross as fuck. But she starts yelling. And she's screaming in bed. She was having a dream. Her hair is in curlers. It's funny. Um, And she tells herself, old is not my only option. There are other possibilities. There's plenty of possibilities. So then she goes Mm -hmm. on a few dates with guys that are closer to her age. And the first guy is on the phone the whole time. He won't talk to her. He he first is like, he's like, just a second. (laughs) She's like, okay. So then she tries to talk to him again. And he yells. He's like, I said, just a second. I was like, yeah, um, that's a nut job. Yeah. Um, then we got the second one who's really weird. He says he has an albino squirrel in his backyard. Yeah, and he was just, um, I don't know, nerdy? I don't want to okay. say nerdy because there are some cute nerds, but this wasn't that. He was weird and awkward yeah. as hell. The third guy comes up. He seems normal at first, right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens? And then, and that, his phone rings. Pulls out the flip phone, nostalgia, uh, 2000s, gang gang. And he goes, oh, it's my wife. And he goes, oh, yeah, baby. She looked good. I'm going to send you a picture. And then he takes pictures of Joan. And at first, Joan is like, what are you doing? But then she's like, oh, okay, get my good side. <laughs> I like how and I'm like, she plays Jones. this. Because she looks nervous at yeah, first. And then she kind of like 
turns and smiles a little bit. But it's a threesome situation. Mm-hmm. Has this ever happened to you? Like a hot couple from across the room shit? Like, because the internet makes it seem like this shit happened to everybody. It has happened to me. You lie. Yeah. I'm dead ass. <laughs> give me the story. Give me the deets. Give me the who, what, when, where, why. How? It's it's not really juice, juicy. It was just a woman that was complimenting me. And I was like, oh my God, thank you, girl. <laughs> and then her nigga comes over or whatever. And then it's like, you know when someone, you feel like someone is trying to sell you to them mm. or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't she so cute, babe? I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on in this motherfucker? And he's like, mm-hmm, and looking at me up and down. And I said, oh, yeah, this is my, this is my time to go. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, this is, this is definitely my time to go. It's very weird. I heard it happens a lot on, like, vacations and cruise ships. Yes, it does happen. Mm-hmm. It'll happen at the resorts. Yeah. The all-inclusive resorts. Um, I'm sure it happens on cruise ships because them old niggas, you want to do all types of shit. Yeah. There's there's people who are into that shit, you know? Oh, they, yeah. they do that. Well, 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 so we get out of this scene. By the way, Tracy's whole going from not wanting to take the picture to totally leaning into the photo is give her her Emmy. Just retroactively give her her fucking Emmy. And if y'all got to do what y'all did for like Leonardo DiCaprio, where y'all just give him the fucking Oscar because he ain't had one. If y'all do it Mm -hmm. for the whites, y'all be giving, what's that lady that won won over Angela Bassett? Jamie Lee Curtis? Um, Yeah. Y'all just gave it to her because she's Jamie Lee Curtis and she ain't never won one. So if y'all want to do that to Tracy, please, please do that. Next time and she's what, in a show. Whatever show she's whatever in. Whatever show it time, is. Yeah. It could be the dumbest, whatever, just a, a small appearance. Give her her fucking Emmy. Because this is just mm-hmm. gold. <laughs> <sighs> so next we're at Joan's house with the girls. Uh, they're all hanging out. Uh, Maya comes in and asks them to help her with her book concept. The publishers have been threatening her. They want to know what she's doing. Uh, Lynn says she can't help because she's still dealing mm. with Jennifer. Now... She needs to let Jennifer go. But I was looking at some of the episodes coming up. Jennifer sticks around for a minute. We are far from getting rid of her. Like, it's it's going to be at least like eight more episodes. How insane. She, She also says she thinks Jennifer's starting to catch on to the whole thing. What the fake thing. Tony's in the middle of a custody battle, so she don't got no time. And Joan just says, I'm busy too. And they think it's the restaurant. They don't know about the old guy. Which, that's not really taking your time, Joan, the old guy. Right. Um, she tells the guys about the old man that tried to ask her out. And they're like, oh, an older man? Oh, that's not a big deal. What is he, like 20 years older? Like he's in his 50s or something? And she looks away and Tony's like, 60s? And yeah, 20 years is a big deal. That's kind of, yeah. So they was... Because that's yeah. like your daddy. They gave her a lot of leeway. With that, tw- with them, twenty years, starting from that. But Maya was like, "It's not a big deal. Twenty years." I was like, "I think maybe possibly. That's that's a big deal. I might go ten. Mm-hmm. That, that that's even that. a lot to me. Ten. Ten is a lot. Ten's a lot. Ten is when it starts. It's getting a little weird here. That eight to ten years, it's, it's mm-hmm. getting a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it starts. But twenty, 
<laughs> and that's a lot of leeway. Yeah. And the fact that she said no, and then they looked at her like, bitch, we started off big. <laughs> you going, <laughs> you adding more? We started off big. <sighs> Tony was at the 60s. Joan gives her a look like, Tony gets up. She's disgusted. Liz's like, what, 70s? And Joan looks away. And Maya's like, girl, you dating Frederick Douglass? I was like, damn, pretty <sighs> much. Basically, I, I bet him and Frederick used to roll around and hang out. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm not going to hold you. It's, I, I know, like. guys. I know, listeners. Don't fucking yell at the radio. I'm being funny. <laughs> nah, but he was probably there for those, like, big civil rights. I mean, he said World War II, so, um, like, yeah. Moments. He was with he the Tuskegee Airmen. when Martin Luther King died. <laughs> he was with the Tuskegee. Is that World War II or World War I? If he's in the 80s, that means he was born in the 1920s. Bitch. He was, he was probably a red tail. Who knows? He probably at least knew them dudes. I don't know, but that's pretty crazy. So Tony's like, she says the famous line. Ah, oh, Joan, that's just great. Now we're both going to be changing diapers. <laughs> Now, that is a very, very good joke. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Top five. Top five. And it ain't number four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Maya's like, damn, Joan, is it that bad out there? Says the woman who went back and got her husband because ain't nothing was out there. Exactly. Maya's back to the my man, my man, my man, my man shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. She ain't learned her lesson, chair. Well, she ain't gonna learn. I mean... Once, once you're in it, you, it's hard. I feel like when you're married, you can't see how you look to people when you do that shit. Mm-hmm. You can't see it anymore. You can't see it on you. So Joan calls her Miss Recycled Husband. And the audience kind of goes, ooh, because they know. That's a oof. Mm. Maya gets up and goes over to Joan and says, oh, I'm sorry, you got something on your face. Oh, nope, that's just jealousy. That was a good one, so. And Joan starts roasting all of them. She calls Lynn a fake lesbian. She calls Tony Miss Divorce. She calls Maya one-hit wonder in search of something to write about. That's a low blow. Mm. That ain't even about relationships. Mm. You talking about her career? I mean, Maya has said some crazy shit to Joan, too. So Joan need to get her lick back. So that's that on that. Oh, no, man. That's like, we ain't even fighting fair. We was talking about relationships. Why are you going at my career? Talk about my husband then. Jeez, make it equal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> We go back to the publishers. Maya's at the table trying to explain her new concept books. It's going to be a, um, what do you call it? shit? A franchise. She's making a franchise of books. Mm-hmm. Um, starting with, oh, hell yes, you're a lesbian. Stop lying. That's about Lynn. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, hell yes. He's too old for you. That's about Joan. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yes. I'm leaving you, but I'm keeping my baby. And that's Tony. Which is smart. Mm-hmm. Like, Writing about them? That should have been from the start. She's going to have a lot of material. Oh, that's a lot. And it's easy. You don't got to... You don't got to go find these people. You're always hanging out with them. And they always tell you their shit mm-hmm. anyway. They're open. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Do your thing. So, uh, she also has one more that's very near and dear to her. Oh, hell yes. Your ex-husband can be your next husband. That's about her. Mm. and the publishers are eating it up they love it they do not see anything wrong with any of that they're like yep that could work and so cut the check cut the fuck well they already did that's the problem she already got her advance yeah that's that's the thing (laughs) 
So next they're at the restaurant. It's uh, Kenneth and Joan. This restaurant looks familiar. It looks like the one that Sean was at, had the fake fiance he was lying about, and she made a scene. Mm. It looked like that. But, it does. Yeah. Same set, different furniture. Well, of course, it makes sense they would do that. Uh, <laughs> they're about to be seated, her and Kenneth, and they're, the host is walking them over to the table. And she turns and kisses him before they get to their seats. He's like, but the date just started. I was like, this looks weird. Oh, dear. It looked like, I don't know, bro. It just looked weird. That shit look nasty as hell. She's like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to get it out of the way. I'm like, I need to stop that shit. Uh, he's like, <laughs> she was, and she goes, she's like, I wanted to see if your teeth are real, too. And so they walk more to the chair, to the, to the table, excuse me. And he grabs her butt and he said, and she's like, but the date just started. And he's like, I just want to get that out of the way because you got such a sweet, sweet back. <laughs> That's a very old man way of saying that. Like, not like, I don't know what a younger guy would say. Like, that ass is fat or some shit. <laughs> Ugh. Even, even, even the sayings is given like civil rights era, you know? Yeah, of course. I mean, like, you guy. know. You know how people say that it's a running joke on the internet that like the rapper Glorilla, she'd be talking like she old. I don't like she'll say, "Yo, silly tail self." <laughs> like the way she tweets, is <laughs> like an old person. That's what he's giving. Like even the way he reacts to things, it's just yeah. the verbiage. Yeah, it's, who says that? The way he uh, that's what I was saying. He was talking in riddles. He talks in riddles like, yeah. uh, like your, yeah. like your old, like your grandpa. Like, mm-hmm. I have grandfathers that speak that way, and you got to kind of like figure out what do you mean by that. And they're like, it was a joke, but that's that's Kenneth, mm-hmm. man. So they sit down. She makes a joke about his teeth not being real, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I mean, he's in his what early seventies. I mean, there's a good chance. There's definitely going to be a few fake ones. There's a good <laughs> chance that yeah, we that ended. point yeah. So they get to the table and they seem to be having a good time. I guess. I mean, sure. Look like the old time. Look like a grandfather and granddaughter. They're just hanging out, having a great time. I'm saying. So we're at the final final scene. It's Skia, Tony, William, and Lynn. They're blaming Joan and Maya for like talking about boring stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. What is Maya? Oh, Maya's been talking about her book, and Joan's been talking about the old dude. So they're kind of sick of hearing Joan complain about shit and Maya too. So they're all eating lunch. They're excited to talk about other shit. So they're sitting there at the table. They can't think of anything. And what's really cool is if you notice, you know, previously I've talked about how, you know, they push their food around at the table when they're not eating. Because they have no lines, they're actually eating. Mm -hmm. Tony puts food in her mouth. I think Lynn puts food in her mouth. I'm like, okay, I'm noticing. I'm getting the the rules together. Um, But then they realize... They miss Joan and Maya. So Tony's like, I'm going to give Joan a call. William says, I'm going to give Maya a call. And Lynn says, tell him I said hi. They love them. (laughs) What a great little friends group. Oh. And that's the end of the episode. So next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy, could you find an oh hell yes moment in this episode? My oh hell yes was when Tony was like, Guess we both finna be changing pampers. <laughs> Damn, that's a good one. Oh, that was fuck. a good one. You know what? Yeah. I think that might be mine. 
that's what it's gonna have to be because uh, the know? rest of the shit the rest of the storylines I can't oh hell yes this relationship with this old dude because <laughs> you're not being fair to each other you're not yeah that and it's like I can't see myself doing something like that without getting an incentive compensated like, what yeah like what are you actually getting <laughs> yeah I, I, he's getting a lot I'm, out of it like he's getting companionship that he probably can't find anywhere else with someone your age now, what are yes. you getting out of it if not sugar baby perks? Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing. You don't need companionship. You got friends. So what else are you needing to get from him? Yeah. You got friends. Unless the nigga want to um, wanna f- keep throwing parties at your restaurant. Like, there needs to be some type of money involved. That like, could be a really good incentive. If I'll go out on dates with you, and I'll be your companionship if you keep throwing parties at my restaurant. Yes, where it's, um, they have to pay for the drinks, they have to pay for the food, you have to rent out the place, um, all that. Any, all, all these stipulations where more money has to be spent. Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah. Oh, man, Joan. Well, we'll see what happens in the next episode. Um, check out our, our social medias, guys. We have a Twitter and TikTok. At Hell Yes Girl is our handles. Um, I'm going to slowly be adding a few more videos to the TikTok. I recently edited one. We put it up on Instagram as a feeler. It was funny. I thought it was at least. <laughs> um, and so we'll be adding that to TikTok as well as a few more. Uh, make sure you go on to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and give us a review, a five-star review. We had somebody give us another five-star review, but they didn't leave a, a message. Fine. Cool. I like when you guys leave messages, so I like to read them. It makes me feel it mm-hmm. makes me feel good about our show when you say stuff to us. But five stars is five stars. I'll take it. I will take Period. it. Next episode is called Trial and Errors. Trial and Errors. That sounds like court. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's in a custody battle right now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what that's about next week. And until then, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm at zero. You leaned into that one. You leaned, I heard it. (laughs) Um, We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.